Okay, everyone roll initiative. Just getting right into it. Will slams a door behind him. And you hear one of the dwarves further in, the older dwarf. Of the dwarves that had stolen your things a couple days ago in Kira. Um, shout out. Who's there? Who's that? But. Uh, and then you hear some keys jingling and uh, the rattle of a door handle as this dwarf begins to open his door handle. And I'm going to roll all these dwarves. Initiative, starting with the old man. Slow dwarves. Okay. I didn't click my token, so... Oh my god. (laughs) Great. A second. You should be able to uh, change your own. Uh, what's it there? So this dwarf got a five. This dwarf got a twelve. This guy got an eleven. And this guy got a nineteen. And that is everyone involved, apart from two guards that are milling around waiting for this to resolve itself um, over by the bazaar behind you. In terms of reaction, the first dwarf on the initiative is the sleeping dwarf. And um, purely because he is a dwarf, he is for sure not going to be woken up by a door closing and another dwarf shouting. So he doesn't wake up, which means, Will, you see and hear the door ahead of you opening. You can tell that this door here is the door that the dwarf is coming out of. You would recognize the voice as the elder of the dwarves, the one that kind of originally picked the fight with you. Well, you picked the fight with him and he kind of pushed it. And uh, this um, is the door that begins to open, but I think it's kind of opening as uh, as the combat begins here. What do you want to do? I feel like they picked a fight with me. <laughs> Did they? I think so. Alright. Uh, I'm gonna go... <laughs> I'm not even gonna get into that again. If you say so. Uh, I'm going to go... I'm, I'm just gonna walk up and stand here. And just end my turn. I, I mean, I'll, I'll take the... I'll take the dodge action for the... Posterity, I guess, but... I'm, yeah. I'm just going to stand there with my arms folded like I'm annoyed. The two dwarves that are um, in the the other room, we see them drinking. One of them has uh, just finished up eating some food. And um, you hear them uh, kind of shout back to the other dwarf and say, Hey, what's the matter? Um, But I guess they probably wouldn't do anything either. I don't see why they would. They don't know that you're here. So uh, they will probably just carry on drinking. Merlin, your turn. You currently, by the way, um, because you were slightly FK, were, um, you crept in with the others and you and Fire are up on a kind of balcony. It's not very high up, but it does overlook this central circle um, in this kind of squat tower. There is a 
corridor that runs around the edge of the tower, but it doesn't provide you any um, real benefit as to looking into the central area here. It just lets you look outwards. Um, but from here, you're about 10 foot up um, and looking down into this uh, entrance way. And um, yeah, what do you want to do? Um, so I don't know if I'm going to do the whole um, thing now. Do I do it now? I, I kind of, I, I guess Merlin turns to fire and he uh, tries to grab her attention. Do, am, am I doing the thing now? I don't see any of them. I don't think you should do it now. The whole the whole point is to get them all around it and then do it. Right. Okay. Well, maybe I should cast something near it or draw their attention. Uh Sure. Okay, with that I'm going to cast minor illusion. And um create I guess um, some sort of commotion going on in front of the uh, the green barrel. Okay. When you say some sort of commotion. Um, I guess I'll make it look like a little Merlin's going through their stuff. Okay. Very well. Fire, it's your turn. Okay. Um, does anything happen? I don't know if that ha if that illusion has sound. No. Okay. Minor illusion, you can either make sound or a uh, visual. Okay, okay. Um, I'm going to try to... <laughs> if I whisper yell, <laughs> could Will hear me? <laughs> if I did the... Hey, Will. Oh, what the fuck do we do? <laughs> for sure, yeah. I think you guys... There, there's... Not really a lot of sound happening right now, apart from yeah. the sound of a door opening. Yeah, I'm just gonna go. Will, what, what do you want us to do? Because they're not, at the, they're not coming to the barrel. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just gonna turn on the back and go. <laughs> What's wrong with you? And then just hold my hand up in a wait motion. I'm gonna do this thing. I don't remember what this stood for, but it was a hand signal that we did. <laughs> okay. That's my turn. <laughs> okay. The door opens up, and um, the little door opens up. Wow. A little man opens the door up. His eyes just kind of go over you, Will, and look straight over to the corner where he sees an illusion of um, Merlin. And he does the sort of thing that people do where they sort of do a double take as they he sees this happening and then he does like a double take back over to you and shouts Ice River! Dinan! Igrar! That's that bastard we took that sheet from! He's back! You're back! And Bye. he pulls out his uh his battle axe. You bastard! You found us! You were sloppy. Oh! <laughs> hey! And you took something you shouldn't have taken. Hey, what's that? My ring. Oh, I see. And you want it back? I'm going to take it back. Mm, I think I'll take something else from you. Your life. 
we'll see. Hmm. Now go on, call your friends. What would this old man do? Eh, fuck it, he'd probably rush at you because he's a uh, dwarf. <laughs> oh, amazingly, he can make it to you. That is fucking impressive for a dwarf. He has 35 foot of movement. Battleaxe! Coming down. Wait, he has what? Yeah. These are Reaver Dwarfs. Whatever that means to anyone else. I know what they mean for me. For I have remixed them into my own lore. You can run 50 feet and attack at the same turn? That's scary. He ran 35 feet. Oh, okay. One attack. Two attacks. 10 and a 14. He comes yeah. swinging at you with a battle axe. You bring a shield down. Dung! You bring, he brings the battle axe back. You bring the sword down to parry him. And these two start to have this, um, this fight back and forth in the center of this room. Um, I don't think he seems to have noticed the rest of you, by the way. Um, he will have seen the illusion of Merlin, but um, you fire Merlin and Fix get the sense that he has no idea that you're there or at least doesn't see you uh and um brings us to fix his turns because i'm guessing a 10 and a 14 is a miss by the way paladin in oh yeah stupid armor yeah um yeah fix your turn mm. 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 Okay, um... Oh wait, no, it was Vita's turn first. They had a nine, but uh... Oh, okay. Yeah, but they need to make an action anyway to turn into their fire form, so that's what they'll oh, do. Oh, you anyway. haven't changed your thing. What was your initiative? My thing? Uh, four. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... It is your turn anyway. Okay, okay. Okie dokie. Um, alright. I was debating whether I hold an action or if I should just <laughs> try and help Will um, before the pack runs in. So I know in seeing that uh, last time we did this, the pack ran in and, and absolutely decimated us all. I think it's probably safer to take them down while I can. So I will fire, uh, I will hex and Eldritch Blast him. I'll hex his strength and fire two Eldritch Blasts through a gap in the door. So I'm still hidden by one side of the door. Okay. Give me the attack rolls. 24. 24 is 14. a hit. 14 is a miss. And 6 necrotic with 11 force damage. And his strength is hexed, yeah? Yes. Yeah, these two Eldritch Blasts fire in from this doorway as the doorway pushes open and you launch these spells in. You see these two kind of fighting in the center of the room. Um, Will parries the battle axe out of the way and then the dwarf is struck. Um, he brings up his own small shield to um, uh, just defend behind him reflexively and the Eldritch Blast strikes that. He doesn't look at you, but he looks up to you, Will, and says, Oh, so you brought your pals, did you? I learned from my mistakes. Now I'll dip behind the door so I'm not in view. He's going to shout, Igra! 
Ah! Wake up! You lazy bastard! And I'm going to roll a constitution saving throw because this is a dwarf. Um, to see whether he wakes up or not. If he gets under a 10, he's just going to stay asleep. Wow, he woke the fuck up. Hey, I'm up, I'm up. Uh, you hear the scuffling sounds of a dwarf jumping out of the bed. You hear the sound of a battle axe being dragged across some stone. Uh, and then this guy will have been prone, so he can really only get to kind of here. You see the door begin to open, but I don't think he's through it yet. Um, I guess... Uh, I guess he could move. They have some bullshit here that I have to remember what I can do. Yeah, I guess he'll push um. open the door. And uh, run out behind you, Will, but that's the end of his turn. What's up? You had an arm. Oh, uh, sorry, yes. I was looking for the, um, the note from... Sam, the hired help we had. Yep. I remember the... Oh, there it is. Okay. It is your turn. You have to get them within 20 okay. feet of the barrel if that's what you were curious about. So yeah, kind I, of around I'm, here. Yeah, I, I was area. looking because I remember she told us the exact radius that mm -hmm. the barrel would explode in. So I was looking to see. It's basically the same size as Merlin's fireball. So I'm trying to... Because I know those other two are just going to come running out the door and they're going to run right past the barrel. All right, I am going to take a step forward and potentially eat an off attack here. Okay, let's swing battle axe at you on a 16. Um, uh, actually, will miss. I have advantage. Yeah, pack tactics. So 23, sorry. Uh, you're right, a 23 would hit. I will, if I cast shield, Hold on, I gotta double check the wording. If it's gonna last till the end of my next turn, I'll go ahead and cast it. If it's not going to, then I'm just gonna let this hit. Yeah, I don't know. Two seconds while I double check. I don't often cast shield on my own turn. <laughs> That's not something I do too frequently. Let's see. Until the start of my next turn. Oh yeah, 100%. I just, when he does that, Hold, hold up the sword hand, but strangely, it's a shield. Yeah. And leave him wondering what the heck. Yeah, a battle axe just strikes this arcane shield of yours. And you move out of the way, yep. Okay, I am going to use my action to attempt a grapple. Hmm, okay. Uh, I assume the dwarf that yeah, is well, next yes. to you, the, only the one old I can reach. man. Yeah. Yes. The grapple is what contested athletics i assume and this guy is hexed so um a melee attack the target must be no more than one so it's only than to make a grapple attack athletics check against your opponent's athletics yeah all right 
His is a nine. Uh, yours is a 12. Yeah, you uh, successfully grapple him. How? What are you doing to him? I literally grab him by the beard. Yeah. Oh, you bastard. Who grabs a dwarf by the beard? And yeah, then about to drag him. Um, yeah, I'm going to take two steps to the north. And I'm going to throw this guy towards the barrel as far as I can. Hmm. Can you throw? <laughs> On the same well, turn. Like, I, in other words, like shove him towards it. <laughs> if that means he ends up five feet north of me, then so be it. If I could get him further than that, fantastic. But well, I know you can just... move them around a little bit on a grapple, I think. I'm just seeing what. Um... Mm. Moving a grappled creature. You can drag and carry a grappled creature at half movement. Uh, yeah, so you could just, I guess you could m grapple him into the area of effect. I think in order to shove him, you'd need to use another action. Okay, that's fine. I'll just, in that case, do the, the pivot motion and pull him and hold him on the north side of me then. Yeah. And, and I'll end my turn right there. Completely doable. The uh, the next well, two... Actually, hold on. I have a bonus action, don't I? Yeah. Um... Epic amounts of overkill. As a bonus action, I'm going to cast Shield of Faith on myself. Okay. Is that the one that gives you plus two AC? It's a plus two AC, yes. The so door... now I have Shield in the left hand, <laughs> Shield spell in the right hand, Shield of Faith floating in front of me. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. The door ahead of you uh, kicks open, and these two come running through. They see you. They move uh, into a sort of position here. Let me think a second. What are they? What are they gonna do with you? Um, oh, these guys have got crossbows. Actually, <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, I think they come out. You hear the the sound of two crossbows being brought up and aimed at Will, and one of them shouts, "Let him go, bastard!" The other one says, Oh, who grabs a dwarf by the beard? You're sick! <laughs> Do you let him go? Uh, yes. I'll just... I'll let him go and put my hands up. <laughs> Alright. They fire the crossbows at you. <laughs> I kind of figured. It was yeah. worth a shot. One of them launches past your head. The other one on a natural 23... Does shield count against a crit? What's the rules on magic shield? I'm, I'm pretty sure they hit regardless on a crit. Yeah, I think so too, but I'll look at it. Um, shield spell. I think always crits are supposed to be that they hit, right? Um, yeah. <coughs> it hits regardless of AC, and the, yeah. Uh, yeah, the shield spell just negates AC, so yeah. Um... All right, so one hit from this, um, and it's a crit, so it's nine plus nine piercing damage for you as this, uh, you put your hands up and then you feel this thing puncture your, um, uh, punch through some of your armor and just uh, bury itself in your uh, chest. The dwarfs say, 
How'd they find us? I don't know. Who cares? Kill them. They got more on them. Um, for the record, it looks like they can only see Will and Fix. These two don't see the illusion of Merlin behind them. The other two do. Um, and then it is Merlin's turn. Um, I think I'm going to... Hmm. Hmm. End the world, Merlin. <laughs> Do it. I'm seeing three yeah. of them, so I guess it's time. Yeah, you hear fire going, now! Do, do it now! Okay. I'm <laughs> Bring it all down, Mer Merlin. Merlin casts <laughs> fireball on the, uh, the barrel with the green sigil on it. Okay. Now, yes, in your, um... The barrel has to make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, oh, give me no. a second here. So the uh, the uh, member of the silence, the mercenaries that uh, you hired to do more than just this, but did this. Um, mm -hmm. uh, Samina had left a um, a marked barrel that was filled with acid. If you were able to hit it with a flaming arrow, uh, presumably a fireball also works um and the uh, acid would burn uh, anything within 20 feet of it so this fireball is launched and everything goes crazy for a moment as with everything within 20 feet of the barrel uh what was it 20 feet or mm -hmm. yep 20 feet and what is fireball 20 feet as well also 20 feet so all of these dwarves, these three dwarves, have to make two sets of dex saves here. I'll just remind myself what the barrel's rules was. Uh, barrel. Acid barrel. Yeah, okay. So dex saves for... I'll do the fireball first for these guys. Um, one... Two, three, going clockwise from the old man. 16, 8, and 5. So the two that are furthest back fail. The the older one that you had grabbed by the beard um, makes it just about. And they take 31 fire damage. The two behind. Uh, and the old man takes half of that, which is 15. As we round down and the barrel behind them explodes into acid it is pretty horrific as just um kind of molten acid is launched out of the uh the barrel across the ground up the wall um but coats all of the dwarves that are in uh within range so that looks like that when really it doesn't go into the other room, but what are you going to do? Um, they have to, you know, they don't actually make a deck save. They just take 2d6 acid damage each. So Merlin, do you want to roll me 2d6 for the extra damage of acid that they take? Wow, three. <laughs> Oops. This acid, this acid barrel is... How Wait. much did I pay for this again? <laughs> a little underwhelming. However, <laughs> they are also <laughs> blinded. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, for Spicy. one minute. 
all of them stuff in their eyes scream and freak out and are partially on fire and are covered in acid which is burning them and they grab at their eyes um and you can see as their as the acid kind of hardens and um and uh sits on their faces it kind of turns to like a jelly substance a bit like that bit in Jurassic Park where he's pulling up the the black stuff when that thing gets him from the uh in the rain and uh yeah they they definitely can't see anything they're freaking out I can't see my eyes oh my eyes am I on fire I think I'm on fire and they're freaking out so three blind dwarves um i'm sorry three blind dwarves yeah three blind dwarves uh i'll just give them a little symbol uh and uh the back two look relatively hurt up but um one of them the sleepy dwarf that had come running out that we will that is hysterical that i called him sleepy dwarf uh is uh looking brand new so merlin that was just your action you still have a bonus action and possible movement I think I'm going to stay right where I am and brace in case for possible impact. Okay. Vita's turn. Vita will... Ah, oh, you bastard. Um, orange one's the old man, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. All right, Vita will go over to there and take the help action. Um, yep. That's that. All right, fire's turn. Hmm. I would like... I'm going to take a sharpshooter shot at the pink boy. I'm going to pop up. Do I get sneak attack because they're blind and everything else? Um, yeah. You get sneak attack just because they didn't know you were there, to be honest. Yeah. So you have, uh... Oof. Mm. Oof. Mm. Uh, but I get advantage you because... You have advantage. Yeah, you have advantage. Yeah. Oh, 15? 15. Still a miss. You <laughs> fire <laughs> and uh, an arrow <laughs> launches into the uh, the door frame uh, behind where they are, which is now covered in acid and um, kind of burning molten um, acid as you just miss. I just ducked back down and I hope nobody saw that. Okay. Old Man Dwarf. That's what I'm calling him. They do each have names, but um, he is uh, freaking out. I guess he's just going to swing wildly at you. Oh, wait. He can do Reckless Attack. That gives him advantage. Um, But attack rolls against him have advantage until the start of his next turn. So bear that in mind. The old man goes absolutely insane. Um, these do not have advantage. They have disadvantage um, and advantage at the same time. So it negates both and it's just whatever the standard attack is. Two wild swings coming at you, Will, on a 16 and a 21. If they're not crits, they don't hit. Okay. The um, the, the guy is just swinging wildly. I'll kill you! I'll kill you, human, you bastard! Swinging, missing. Fix your turn. Um, uh, I am going to run over here. Uh, wait, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Yeah, actually, here, just one step behind. 
Uh, and seeing them on fire, uh, I say, let me put that out for you. And I'll cast Icy Hands. Oh, that would be save. lovely if you do. Ah! I guess you hit them with a horrible spell. And uh... yeah, it's a cone, a 15 foot cone. So I hit all of them. And it's just from my gauntlet, just a blast of ice spray comes towards all of them. And they, uh, what do I have to do? Deck saves? Yep. And would they have disadvantage on those? Um, I guess they don't, but I don't know what the rules are with blind and, and you know what? I can find out right now by looking at this thing. Can't see automatically fails any ability check that requires sight. Um, attack rolls against creatures advantage and the creatures attack rolls have disadvantage, but I think his thing with, uh, the, they don't know what the hell is happening and then suddenly they're being hit by cold. So I think that's disadvantage nine, six, and five versus your Ooh. spell save DC. Yep, they all fail, take 19 cold damage, and the old guy will take the hex damage as well, which is three necrotic. Okay. Yeah, that hurts, doesn't it? They're just screaming at this point. They're just absolutely <laughs> screaming. This is horrific. Um, and then yeah. I, I look at the old man and I say, surrender. I don't even know. If, give me an intimidation check with advantage. Oh my god, I finally get to use my intimidation stat. <laughs> <laughs> a 13. He's going to have disadvantage. With a plus 7! I'm pain. There's <laughs> a four, and that is a natural twenty. But he had disadvantage, so the four. He says, oh, you, "You can take our stuff. Take it. Get, get out of here." Um, the dwarf behind you, who is completely fine, um, he says, "Greg Dag, pull yourself together. He's not even got a sword." Uh, they're looking can at I, you, Will, with your and, little... Can I turn and glare at that one that just spoke and just give him my best, best your next stare? Uh, give me an intimidation check as well. Oh. <laughs> Natural 27. Of course. He says, Greg, Dad, I was good. Well, it lasted. I quit. And he just starts running away. Um... <laughs> Do you want to exit combat as a win? You've won. If you'd like to, there, there, there will be no counterattacks from them. And you can just I tell can't. me what you do out of combat. Alternatively, if you want to stay in combat and just keep, if you want to brutally murder them. I, I got to stop and think about it because we surrendered to them before and they beat the crap out of us and robbed us. And even here, I put my hands up and surrendered and they shot me anyway, yeah. so... In my mind, surrender kind of doesn't mean much at all with these guys. Okay. Uh, if if no one else in the party says anything, it doesn't look like Will is going to stand down. All right. It is uh, technically this guy that's running away's turn, and he is going to run away. He can run all the way out the door. It, 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 and so he, he does. He runs out of the door and is fleeing the map mm. will it is your turn um if there's if no one's talking me out of it i just swing at this guy well uh, with I, mm, 
I, they surrendered, Will. We can rob them of all their worth. Their pride is beaten. Don't stoop to their level. Come on. I'm readying an arrow. You can <clears> hear. <throat> you can hear in your head. Come to the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> no. Fire's been no, waiting I've for this the, moment. I've got, <laughs> no. I've got the arguing shoulder buddies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think uh, the don't stoop to their level comment would ring pretty close to home with the way Will's parents would talk. So you'll see Booming Blade kind of fizzle out before impact and just stop. Hmm. <laughs> You're right. And you're lucky. And I, but I'm going to give him a, a headbutt for the road, though. Like, the, grab him by the beard one more time and then just try to knock him into the dirt. Yeah, you can incapacitate them quite easily. I think with you headbutting the elder dwarf, he he is knocked out. I think it's just one of those, like, movie moves where you just hit someone hard enough in the head and they, uh, and you just... You see him sort of crumple to the ground, rolled away from maybe where the acid is um, settling. And uh, um, the, the acid kind of like does this thing where it kind of um, hardens over like like lava might. It turns into a kind of dark green blackish substance that becomes like a, a crispy rock, um, including some of the acid which is on the dwarves. You see them struggling to move almost as if it's kind of cemented over some of their things. They're still able to move apart, you know, they're freaking out a little bit. Um, the two in front of you are still pulling and, and uh, grabbing at their eyes. They've dropped their crossbows, their weapons are around them. They're, for all intents and purposes, they're entirely incapacitated anyway, but you're free to do... A beard in each hand, Brad. More, oh, okay, are you <laughs> a, just gonna... A beard, a beard in each hand. <laughs> yeah. You... And then I'm just gonna push them both up against this wall here and just slam them both into the wall. And, and then after they're cornered, my ring and the rest of our stuff. Yeah, you drag them up against this uh, this wall. You push them. They they still are kind of grabbing at themselves and they, they point just forwards. Um, one of them points forwards. One of them points kind of in the direction of where this like bedroom is. And uh, uh, one of them says, I'm there. It's in there. All the stuff. What we took. You move, he dies, and then you die. Stay put. Hey, whatever you see, whatever you see. My eyes. Oh, my eyes. Um, I'll, I'll just, I'll gesture behind me. Like, so I'll, I'll nod towards vaguely the rest of the party. Whoever wants to do it, I'll just nod to them to like go verify or check these rooms. I checked. Yeah, I'll hop down. Vita checked. Yeah, the three of you um, leaving Will to just kind of um, warden these three um, head into the rooms. Fire, you move into the bedroom area, fix Merlin, maybe move into, feel free to move into the rooms. Um, move in, it doesn't really matter. Uh, move into the, the two rooms. Fire, you walk in, you can see that there are multiple beds in here. Um, there are only four dwarves here, but there are one, two, three, four, five, six um, beds. It doesn't seem like anybody has slept in um, most of the beds for a little while, um, apart from one of the beds, which uh, the one that just woke up from. Um, between you, you start to find things. I think, well, there's like a background noise of these dwarves just, oh, my eyes, I can't see. Oh, I'm burning. Um, 
The one on the ground is absolutely splayed out and uh, and knocked out. Will pacing up and down in front of them. You guys take a little while to start rummaging through their stuff. What? Um... In fact, both of you give me investigation checks. Twenty-four and a nineteen. There is. Um just a bunch of stuff here you start finding uh, little boxes um barrels casks uh there's uh, shelves and desks and drawers filled with all sorts of things of varying different values um you find food you find weapons you find armor and you find stuff um what i'm gonna do for you is just copy it into our Discord DM because it's a lot of things. Um, <laughs> but I will also read it out for everyone who is listening. Um, but this is what you find in total over about 15 minutes, including in a couple of hidden areas um, in the other rooms. You find 77 gold pieces in total, 13 silver pieces, a vial of quicksilver, a bottle of honey, three golden rings, a bear pelt, a diamond which is worth 50 gold pieces, D&D people, a signet ring, a small silver rod, an embroidered leather pouch, two pounds of soap, a spell scroll, which says fairy fire on it in uh, Elven that Merlin is able to read and understand, two potions of healing, one potion of greater healing, a potion of fire breathing, a stone of good luck that is probably identified maybe by, Mer- by Merlin quite quickly. Um, you find three casks of mead, you find uh, dried and salted fish, you find salted meats, you find sausages, you find quite a lot of ale, three gallon casks of ale, you find uh, weapons, uh, you find six battle axes, two chain shirts, two studded leather armors, four shields, six spears, six daggers, a great axe, and two scimitars. Um, and like, probably like at the end of this, fix fire and merlin have made a pile in the center of the room of all of this stuff mm. what of it do you take oh, oh. can't take the lot. and sorry and all your things just return mm-hmm. the, you just did the thing in an mmo where you click a button and all your stuff is back in your pocket um Yay. you I'll find all, all of money. your things put all the money into my pouch and yep. i recover stuffing it in um I'd like to give the potion of fire breathing to Will. Um, and uh, how many potions did I have? Well, I had a lot of healing potions on me when we got robbed. <laughs> I had like eight, I think. So, um, yeah, can we just take everything except for the weapons? Yeah. Because I don't think we need the weapons, right, guys? I don't want any of the weapons or armor. I care about the this... potions, basically, and the gold. The studded leather armor might be an upgrade for fire. Um, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. If you're not already wearing studded leather, then studded leather is basically the best you can get as yeah. a rogue. So oh, I'm not. I thought I was. Am I crazy? Yeah, you. You want that upgrade you for yourself? Have standard leather. So. Okay. Yep. Is it dwarf size though? Would it have to be adjusted? It is not. I don't know. Did they did they steal it from a dwarf or, it's or a did they steal it from stolen item? It was clearly taken from uh, from someone somewhere but yeah, I'll somebody take that, of a more appropriate size 
Brad, the money that you listed, is that in addition to recovering our own? In addition. You get your things plus all these things that I listed off. I also gave you the monetary value of each thing in there in case you wanted to kind of fence it off. Um, it's a general understanding of how much it would be worth between you all. If, if, uh, if these other two dwarves are... If they're just not moving, if it, if it doesn't look like there's any attempt at escaping, I'll, I'll move back over here to the door so I can look in and talk to the others and say, remember Sam's advice. A lot of that stuff is wanted. You may not want to be caught with it. Mm. I think should we recover should leave our... the signet ring and the silver rod. Yeah. We should recover our own belongings, perhaps take their money, but the rest of that stuff I'd be quite wary of. If it's not worth risking our lives over, perhaps consider leaving it. Do you think the potions will be missed? We have some good potions here. Oh no, take all those. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking hey. that scroll. Can I recognize the signet ring? Give me a history check. Does it have a ring? Actually, not just the signet ring. I want to just check everything for symbols of noble houses, uh, military, any institution or whatever that these guys clearly have no business owning it and see if I can determine where they stole some of this stuff from. Yeah. I'd like to see the embroidered pouch. It's got embroidered on it. Uh, a 14 on my history. A 14? Um, there isn't really anything in here that seems like it belongs to military. Um, and also, I think you'd probably... Uh, recognize anything that might come from any dwarven houses um, and any houses that might belong to guardian nobles. Um, nothing in there like that. The signet ring has a uh, a sort of um, a cloud and thunderbolt on it. Um, Freaking Zeus. <laughs> they robbed Zeus. Oh Maybe. my god. Um... But, uh, yeah, you get the sense that this is probably a house emblem of sorts, but you don't know which. It does, it's not one that springs to mind as uh, one that you recognize, but you you get the sense that this is probably a lesser noble house of somewhere. Um, generally speaking, this stuff, you're not sure um, where it comes from, but it doesn't seem to belong to... Certainly doesn't belong to military and doesn't belong to any of the noble houses, the greater noble houses that people would know um, in and around Guardia or Gofreda. Um, but you do get the sense that a couple of these things probably do belong to a few noble houses, but it's a lot of odds and ends that probably have been collected over some time. Uh, I assume that's the same story with the silver rod. Yeah, everything. Is the, does the embroidered leather pouch have anything in it? Um, that probably had some of the money that you've accrued here. I think that covers all my questions. Um, would any of the armor fit me? I can wear light armor. Is there studded, like... uh, studded leathers, would yeah. Okay. The two sets of studded leathers look like they fit, um... Uh, it's not really a one-size-fits-all thing, but the way that it fits on the the chest is just kind of like a thing that you put over your shoulders and strap at the waist, so it kind of just fits a general body size of a humanoid around you guys' size. Probably Merlin would be swamped in it, um, and it wouldn't fit like a maybe a really large orc or something, but you both you two um, would be able to wear it, even Will, 
If you can wear light armor, yoink that. Studded leather's the best light armor we can get. Yeah, I'd replace my armor anyway because I think my armor's completely fucked up. <laughs> the amount of times I've had a strip torn from me in this campaign. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's relatively yeah. new looking as well. It doesn't look like it was worn and taken from a body. It looks like the type of thing that was probably taken off the back of a cart or maybe pinched from a stall itself. Um, okay. I put it on and conceal it under my cloak and jacket and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I think that's everything. Uh, the golden rings. I saw, I'll hold them out and just show them. And they're small enough that we could get away with taking them. I think there'd be a visible moment of me just reaching past those and retrieving my own an engagement ring. I just fixated on that instead and kind of ignoring the others. Uh, sure. Yeah. If you think it's smart, go ahead. I hand them over to fire. Do you think it's smart? These? I'll take anything. I know you will. <laughs> well, I call dibs on the two pounds of soap and that stone <laughs> of good luck. Alright. Um, how's your potions looking like? I already have a lot, so you can take them if you want. Oh, I'm I'm fine. I I can always uh, make them. You guys I'm grab what you can. I'm showing that I have none, which maybe we just didn't divide them up last time yeah, we bought or maybe I never distributed them. Okay, gotcha. They were yeah, stolen straight case. away. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that case, Will will definitely speak up. I could use a few. I'm out. Yeah, I'll give you the two potions of healing and great healing. I've had to give you three. Um, Fire, you okay? I have none. Okay, I give you three potions of healing as well. Thank you. Right. Let's be off. We, can, we don't want to take too long. Remember, there's four more of these guys. What were you speaking to the guards about outside? They saw us about to break in here. I figured better to go to them in advance. Let them, let our side of the story fester in their ears first. At least, at least I planted the seed in their minds that we're coming in here to retrieve our own belongings, as opposed to us just randomly picking a fight. Mm -hmm. Also, um, I, I'm gonna pick up the signet ring. I told them I would bring them evidence of uh, wrongdoing. Evidence, mind you. Did you? Was there any stolen coin in here as well? I mean. Probably, it's just scattered around. Um, is there still coins scattered around, or did you pick it all up? No, I picked it all up. Okay, then I'll just, I'll just like gesture towards the bag. Just give me a handful of it. Trust me on this. A handful of greased palms around here will make our lives much easier, and I don't want to risk getting thrown out of the city. All right, okay. I give you twelve gold. That works. Yeah, I, I don't even count. I just handful of it and the ring. Let's get right. out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Did we Do we take wanna... the diamond? Did you take the diamond? Oh. If nobody did, Merla's gonna nab that. I wouldn't have taken it. Oh, yeah, he's okay, got, he's got like, a, a pocket that's like clearly just <laughs> massively oversized with like a perfectly cut diamond. Oh, no. Um, so let me just make sure that I know what you uh, you took. Um, you took the money. You yep. took the gold rings. The vial of Quicksilver, the gold rings. 
vial of quicksilver the gold rings the diamond the spell scroll the all of the potions the yep. stone of good luck and the studded armor and soap oh you took um, the soap i took the soap because i'm sure they smell soap. bad <laughs> that's a good idea he is yeah, no, literally you rotting know when you're gonna need it. um okay and uh Yes, I will update all of your sheets with appropriate things in a minute. And uh, Merlin, you have the Stone of Good Luck, right? Yes. So for those that don't know, the Stone of Good Luck is polished agate, agate, agate. Uh, I don't know what that is. Agate. Agate. Elgato. It's a polished Elgato. Elgato. And you get a plus one bonus to ability checks and saving throws. So um, ability checks. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, Brad, but, I... What? I hope you'll forgive me in advance because I, I have to do this now. Since you've oh, brought no. up Agate, I have to do it. I want the rock! I don't know okay, what that I means, but I believe it, someone it out done. there <laughs> knows what just happened. And, uh, yes, yeah, so I'll mark those things off and I will sort your sheets out on a, on the break here. Um, you guys like step outside. You can you can hear the dwarves um, still mumbling, more bothered about themselves and the eyes uh, and their eyes as you step back out into the um, the daylight of Dandelo. It's uh, quite early, I believe, when you first arrived. Oh no, it was the middle of the afternoon. Oh no 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 no! It was the middle of the night. Three a.m. is when you entered. So it's probably something like three thirty. I don't think much time has passed really since you entered in so it's the middle of the night it's very dark um it's still a bustling town there's all sorts of people moving around there's that sweet smell of the leaf of the sand here um and as you do so that same uh guard the taller human and the halfling guard kind of wander into your path before you really make it out onto the uh into the streets proper and he says hello 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 anything to report <clears throat> yes uh looks like these guys have been up to no good and i'm gonna take out the signet ring specifically and and hand it to the guard first and say looks like they've knocked over at least one or two rich houses around here and it looks like they helped themselves too and then at that point i'll, I'll take the pile of 12 gold and dump it into their hands like on top of the ring and and they just kind of close their hands around it. <laughs> you see the teased. you see six gold quickly disappear into pockets, and they look at the ring and say, "Yeah, what's that then? Yeah, that's got to be a noble family of some sort, wouldn't you say? We'll have to look into it." From behind you, you hear a dwarf say, "Let up this, hey, let up this!" And then the the guard says, "Shut up, Dune, and it happens every week." Right then. <laughs> well, I never saw you, and. uh don't believe you ever you saw them either no we didn't see you we didn't see you you didn't see us be on your way have a wonderful evening much obliged my friend and uh they walk one way you presumably walk the other and here we are once again in dandelo it's kind of desert town with uh these sort of sandstone houses nestled somewhat in a grouping of mesas and mountains um, to keep it away from the harsh winds which do tend to uh, pick up in this area. You guys came here last week, you had a brief look around as to um, uh, 
what is here and, and what you understand of the place but for the most part uh you you got a little bit of help from a local who pointed out some of the um some of the town uh uh points of interest um for example right at the top of town there is the the um kind of government building which is this huge almost palatial looking structure um, made out of that sandstone which houses a thing known as the Mulgreesh, which is a grouping of the um the uh high-ranking members in the town there's there's somebody there who is the oldest person in town that you had inquired about known as uh mindatus there was commander Steeler, who is in charge of the military here um and uh the dandelo clans find uh oldest elder i guess um the dandelo clan being not too dissimilar to the other clans in the area but um allowing their town to kind of um uh join the empire and the realm the tusk was identified as the uh the tavern and inn which is up on the kind of central part i mean on the map it would be this huge building so it'd be quite easy to locate um and an almost almost long house looking thing with um plenty of people coming and going from it at all times at all hours um and generally speaking this place is lots of um roads covered in uh small houses and uh bazaars short small little areas with lots of tents and uh stalls for people to sell their wares on um just coming and going moving around very kind of hustle and bustle uh attitude with um that sweet smell of the leaf of the sand that um tobacco let's call it that you can smoke that makes you feel a little a little nice a little lightheaded a little a little bit a little bit better um and doesn't last very long so a lot of people here smoke it because it doesn't travel far before um falling out of use um what is the plan for you all here oh and also sorry the mines the like whole reason you came here uh, there is just a huge area on the eastern side of town that is accessed by going all the way up to the top of town crossing a large bridge and then heading down into this kind of mountain range these mesas um, that you were informed was once a gold and silver mine um, that has been left and fallen empty um, for hundreds of years now had a question on the tip of my tongue and i will oh um what is uh i tried looking up potion of fire breathing uh yeah in the handbook and online and i couldn't find a hit can you tell me how this thing works i can it's a potion of fire breath so i don't know if that changes the oh maybe i maybe i misspelled thing. it then um after drinking this potion you can use a bonus action to exhale fire at a target within 30 feet of you the target must make a dc 13 deck save or take 4d6 fire damage on a failed save or half as much damage on a successful one the effect ends after you exhale the fire three times or when one hour has passed the potion itself is orange liquid um, that kind of flickers and smoke fills to the top of the container and wafts out whenever it's open okay gotcha and I sorry is that, the, that targets one link. person or that's in a cone it is uh a target within 30 feet of you so no, no, no potential for like 
It isn't a potion of dragon breath, no. Okay. Breath weapon. No reason. <laughs> um, I, I would like a short rest, if it's possible. If we have time. We should make time. <laughs> I agree. Agreed. Heading towards the... Will. Yeah, I'd like to head towards the mines and then take a short rest just before we go and investigate them. Okay. Uh, I want to oh. talk to that elder before we head down, oh, yeah. just yeah. in case he's got any key info. So maybe we head up towards the elder's place and then take a rest up there somewhere and then go talk to him. Yep. That's fine. Okay. So you guys start moving through this town. There are points where people stop you and offer their wares, things that probably wouldn't interest you, things for your house and trinkets that you can hang above the door, good luck charms, a thing that's almost like a web that you put above you while you sleep and it wards off um, bad dreams and all these kinds of things, all different prices. Um, for the most part, I imagine you kind of brush past them. These are all things that... Um, that are interesting and well made but probably not of much use to you you move past where the um it's kind of center of town is where you see this huge inn with uh, a huge amount of people coming and going from it at all times and then make your way around to a set of stairs that compared to the rest of town where you have these kind of rough stairs that are either carved out of the mountainside themselves or laid loosely um out of crumbling kind of sandstone you find a set of stairs that are relatively well maintained um moving up them there is a, an arm rail that you can hold on to as you step up these stairs which doesn't sound like a luxury but really is um once you get to the top there is this very large structure with um uh multiple towers around the end it almost looks like a castle but will probably you can quite quickly determine that this would be a terrible uh, castle structure the walls and things aren't really designed for defense um, but it has a um, a squat square cuboid look to it um, with uh, battlements that run around the edges but it's almost entirely decorative the towers themselves that sit at three points of it um, look out and probably give a decent view uh, 360 view of the surrounding areas um, but generally speaking doesn't seem like a military thing a few of the people moving in and out of this building are a little better dressed. You can see them moving over to the, um, the few houses that sit to the west of town where you get the sense that maybe um, the more distinguished members of town, the nobles, might live. Um, however, as you do move towards um, this area, uh, a gentleman in the military uh uniform moves towards you you get the sense that he's uh not just a duty guardsman like the ones that you had met at the um entrance or had just paid off um as you're walking around he seems a little more um well-mannered first of all and uh a little bit more uh uh strict and to the point um short cropped hair uh well-shaved face and uh he moves towards you as soon as you kind of round the top step and and get a good look for the first time at this um this building he moves over to you quite quickly i think he glances at your armor and your shield will but 
um, addresses you as a group of four and says, Good afternoon. Afternoon. Hmm. It's the middle of the night. Any reason you might be up here? <laughs> Travelers? Um, out for a nightly we... stroll. I can't remember the name of the dude we were here to visit, but I would tell him that name again. It was, uh, the name you were given was, uh, Mindartus Eranafa. We came hoping for an audience with Mindartus. Hmm. Mindartus. And he's expecting you. No, we've just arrived. If he's not available now, then perhaps we can determine the best time to come back and find him. And, uh, what might your business be with the Mongrish? A history lesson. Namely, we need literally someone who's been here a long time. Questions about an old dispute in my family regarding the ownership of the mines here under town. Hmm. Um, give me a deception check, but you can have advantage because it is not entirely a lie. Can I hex his insight? Uh, his wisdom? You can, but it's going to be obvious that you're casting a hex. Oh, okay. Never mind then. <laughs> a 16. 16. He uh, looks you up and down and says, You served? I did. Hmm. And, uh, turn to private work? This is more personal. Though, I don't necessarily turn down work. If it's reasonable. Yes. Well, uh... Yes, if you wouldn't mind, follow me. I'll take you to, uh... Well, I can take you to the entrance. From then on, you'll have to speak with the... Officials who deal with Mindatis and his... Uh, schedule. It's rather late. He might be asleep. Politicians in general. Hmm. They, Are you Steven, um, by the way? He turns and says, Me? No. No, 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 that... He he turns back and nods at three of you, but puts his hand out to you, uh, um, Will, and says, uh, My name's Chady. I'll shake his hand. Hmm. Uh, Commander Steeler, uh, he doesn't... He doesn't go on patrol anymore. Turns away from you and moves towards the, uh, the entrance. Bringing you up to a, a like a um, an open area, you can actually see quite a few people moving around, um, and a lot of people here are not dressed in a lot. Um, it isn't warm. This is um, middle of the night, pretty cold, and it wasn't necessarily warm during the day either. This isn't a desert location where it gets very hot. This is a wasteland where nothing grows. The temperature remains pretty much the same as it does um, anywhere else around where Dandelo sits, where it, where it does grow uh, grass and things like that. The only difference is that, if anything, it might be a little colder here because there's quite a lot of flat plains that are uh, open. The soldier leaves you at a, an area outside of this huge fountain. There's an awning that sits over the top of most of it, and there are areas where you can sit. Um, but the Fashion choices here seem kind of strange in the in the cold. There are people that are wearing very little more than loincloths and uh, pieces of um, cloth that just cover, barely covering parts that are usually covered. 
Um, when they move around, they nod at you politely, and everyone seems to be very, very relaxed. Um, many people moving around with um, tankards of ale, glasses of wine, a lot of people smoking the uh, leaf of the sand, and um, the, uh, the official moves away from you and heads inside. After a little while, um, a... Uh, a halfling comes out wearing um, fine clothes, the type of thing you might expect to see among guardian nobles. Um, he has uh, pointed shoes on with um, soles that clip against the marble floors, and he moves towards you quite quickly. Under one arm, he's got a thick-looking book. Um, his hair is kind of greased backwards, and when he smiles, his teeth are perfect, which is almost unseen um and he moves over to you and says are you the ones looking to meet with Mindatis?" that would be us yes yes um uh, mr erinafa wasn't expecting you but it's a dispute over the ownership of the mines correct huh rather unexpected and what might the dispute be Precisely. <laughs> what, what, I, I'm going to try and answer this one. I'm trying to figure out how Will would approach this one, like based on his knowledge of the area. Is there any um, any old family names or houses or anything from like the Dandelo region that I'd be able to pull out of a hat that ideally from so long ago that they don't matter? Um... I guess give me a history check with disadvantage. It's so sure. specific. <laughs> a five. <laughs> not really. I think you probably know that most of the um, the native clan members from Dandelo have um, have uh, interesting names. They usually call things like Shifting of Storm and Seven Wing and things like that. So. Um, you can attempt to make one up. Uh, if I if I don't know one off the top of my head, then I'm going to dodge the question uh, and just or not dodge the question, but I'm not going to try and answer it that way. Instead, I'll just tell him I had an ancestor who traveled here under guise of some sort of a claim to the mine, and he never returned home. This occurred over 20 years ago. I'm here to get to the bottom of it. Right. And you're... 20-year-old ancestor is a member of the Dandelo clan? No. His name was Randallortus of Guardia. Randallortus of Guardia? Oh, how on earth could he possibly have a claim on the mine? That is an interesting question, which is why I'm trying to figure out who sent him the missive in the first place. Right. Well, um... Well, I was here 20 years ago. I don't recall anybody from Guardia having a claim on the... I feel like I might have found out i suppose i could inquire a little further with <clears throat> people um yes well it, it probably would be a good idea for you to speak with mr iranaf i'll go and see if he is um here in the building if he's not then he will have retired to his quarters and i'm afraid he will be unavailable until tomorrow morning if that's the case perhaps perhaps a a question or two that you might be able to answer for me instead very well. Why was the mine? Why was the mine ever shut down in the first place? Oh, it collapsed. 
It's quite empty when it collapsed, as I'm to understand. They had been mining too deep, in a desperate attempt to find more gold and silver. When was this? Um, I suppose it would be a very long time ago. Hundreds of... 500 years ago? Something like that. Really? So it's been inactive for 500 years? Yes, it's practically closed off apart from a few uh, children that try and enter uh, under fun and dares though we try not to let them I see so that would mean if someone visited in the past 20 years and they headed down there they couldn't have gone too far then right that's right yes I'm not really sure if I would have that sort of information if somebody had come into town, wandered into the mines, and, and died, we don't send patrols in there or anything like that. It's still collapsing. You can hear it uh, every now and then. A rumble underground. I see. So, if I were, t if I wanted to go look for him, I'd have to go down there and find him myself, yes? I yes, I suppose, but I wouldn't recommend it. Well, I've come all this way. Are there any particular dangers down there in the mine I should be wary of? Um... Well, apart from the mine itself falling in on you, trapping you or crushing you, uh, I would imagine all manner of creatures from out there have wandered in, anything that lives underground. Every now and then we do have attacks from terrible creatures, usually things like uh, giant scorpions, uh, dust mephits. Scorpions, mephits. Sorry, Brad, what's a method again? It's like a weird little uh, dust creature that is uh i guess it's like a little uh fairy almost i don't know what it's supposed to actually be but um kind of like little like dust imps okay right well hmm. it would seem that the answers i'm looking for are probably something i need to go recover in person rather than from a paper or a record right mm -hmm. thanks thanks for your time well you're quite welcome um uh, this claim of yours, um, I have to say, were you even to have any claim on the mine, there is no monetary value to it whatsoever anymore. All of the silver and gold was purchased by the Guardian officials, and, well, that's what sits in our pockets now. Right. I'll be honest, the money has very little to do with it. I just want to know what happened to my uncle and who lured him out here. Right. Yes. Uh, uh, sounds like he may have sounds like he may have been tricked by some sort of a scam but either way I'm going to find out well yes again the mines are uh, open I suppose if you wanted to go in there find a way in but uh, again Do I don't do suggest that it often no absolutely not no has there been anything significant happening there of late no every now and then we hear a rumble check? Yeah, give me an insight check. There's not really that insight. It's a natural one. <laughs> natural one. You have no idea if he's telling the truth or lying or what. Blank. He's, I don't even know if he's blank. I just don't know no, if you I'm can blank. read this guy. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, he certainly seems like an official. He doesn't seem like one of the locals here. In fact, Will, he seems more like somebody who you would probably meet um, in the upper quarters of, of Guardia, somewhere like that. Probably educated uh, and uh, sent out here for work. Um, 
but yeah his face doesn't really reveal anything necessarily to you um uh i'll, I'll turn back to the rest of the party well it looks like we're going down into the mine anything else you think we should ask before we head down Is that the only underground area around Dandalo? Um, well, I suppose not, but... Well, everything leads to the mines. The mines ran all the way underneath Dandalo, but... There are other holes, usually made by creatures, though, on the outskirts, around the mesas outside of town. Though, as far as I'm aware, they all connect to the old mines. I, I too also have a question. How how often is it when adventurers go down there they come back up to the surface? You know, just just mm. that curiosity. Several people go in and out. The entrance to the mines itself is uh, again children will run into the entrance, but go any further than the opening caverns here. Well, I I, I can't say I've really any idea whether anybody has made it in or out it's not really something that i have taken any interest in nor have i noticed anybody do so there really is nothing in there as far as i'm aware what, what is it you're looking for a, a body perhaps a body signs of an operation anything some sort of a clue i believe most of the uh, mines have been blocked off by cave-ins so you might need to excavate if I wanted to circumvent one of these cave-ins, what would be the best way to do it? I assume good old-fashioned pickaxe, but that could take a while. Do you use anything else? Explosives, magic, anything like that to get through it? Um, I don't believe anybody has tried in all these years. Uh, Is there a foreman or a quartermaster? Hmm. No, I suppose there wouldn't be if they've, turned, if they've shut it down so long ago. Was there a place, by any chance, where a foreman or a quartermaster operated out of? I would imagine so, a long time ago, but again, there's no money in it. Nothing in that mine. It's, uh... It's just a bunch of caverns now. Empty, aside from the creatures. Right. Well... First time for everything. You'll know soon enough if the four of us come back out. Yes. Have you been down there yourself? Absolutely not. Hmm. Okay. Thanks for your time. Yes, you're quite welcome. Um, did you not need to speak with uh, Mr. Aranafa, or would you? Well, you made it sound like he'd retired for the night, so wouldn't want to disturb. Unless he's feeling up to it to entertain an audience this late at night um it's unlikely but uh if you did want to speak to him in the morning then uh i'm sure he'd be willing to speak with you if you have some claim if anybody is to know anything on these mines i believe he was uh i'll tell you what 200 he's 200 years old i'll tell you what assuming we come back out in one piece I'll come back and set that appointment. Yes. Oh, and he likes sweet teas, if you did want to butter him up for anything. Good to know. Noted. Well, if that'll be all, I'll return to my duties. 
Oh, you've been more than helpful. Thank you. Yes, Mr. Ray. Mr. Ray, Mr. Ray, and he shakes your hand, Merlin. Oh. Ooh, such a cool touch. Um, Will, this is Merlin. Fix fire. We appreciate your time. Very well. Good luck on your uh, search. I highly recommend that you watch your step in there. Very unstable, those mines. Thank you. Yeah. We'll try. Good day. Night. Mm. Afternoon. <laughs> yeah, he turns and heads back into the structure, people moving around, um, leaving you to uh, come up with your plan or move in. I'll just turn back to the others. Well, we know what we're going to face now, at least. Poison monsters, scorpions, cave-ins. Mm-hmm. We should prepare for all of these potential situations before we go down there. Hmm. Perhaps visit a local alchemist or something and buy anti-venom. Do we need to go down there? Yeah, do we need to? Is it a... Is that not the whole reason we visited this city in the first place? Well, but then I... Then then the scorpions and the... I mean, we, we visited to get our stuff back, I thought, but... I mean, obviously something happened here. I just... I wonder if we need to go down there to find out. Something tells me we do. I we ended up support having, for getting answers. We ended up having to go all the way up into the mist and finding Eldarin's grave in the first place for our first clue. If this place mm-hmm. is anything like it, we're going to have to go down there and find another body. What or at least the, a resting place. What did the, it say about this place? The only clue was knowledge of the source saw me lost under Dandelo. And from talking to, what's his name, the guy at the beginning of town, it doesn't seem like there's any other underground locations of note here. No. I guess I just wonder what it means by knowledge saw me lost, knowing about it. But I will follow you if you think this is right. Well... I do think, well, I, I came all the way here to go under there. That was my uh-huh. primary motivation. Getting our stuff back was a very um, nice bonus. Then we will top. do that. But you That's do raise fine. a good point about the knowledge. Because Aldarin said, I was killed for my lack of knowledge, and but I found the source, or something to that effect. And then the fellow who came here said, knowledge of the source saw me lost under Dandala. They've both referenced this knowledge. But we don't know exactly what it is they knew. I wonder if the third person ever made it here. Or if they just... took off. I have no idea. I know. If, if he set directly out to sea or came here first, we'll probably never know. It is yeah. possible that... <clears throat> this hurts my brain. Just... It, no, this just hurts my brain thinking about it, but it is possible that... Each of these visions of my previous selves that I've seen, they may have gone to each step of this journey, and each one's made it one step further than the previous. Yeah. Like, how do I know I'm not just retracing my own steps from 500 years ago? I mean, I sort of thought that's what we were doing. (laughs) This is... 
this is best left to someone smarter than me. I, there's a monster down there. Let's go stab it and find the body. I worry okay. about getting lost. Hmm. I a valid concern. Don't, I don't know what it's like down there, but I imagine it might be kind of maze-like. Right. So we should probably think of a way sure. to either, yeah, markings or something. I leave like right. a breadcrumb okay. trail. So mm-hmm. But not exactly breadcrumbs. That. Not breadcrumbs. All yeah. right then. Anti-venoms and things for resisting poison. If we're going to face giant scorpions and such, I have no idea what a method is. But if you can think of any way to prepare for those. Some way to get past cave-ins. We're going to need pickaxes or some other means of circumventing them, and chalk dust or something to leave us a trail behind us. Large quantities of it in case we have to walk for a long time. Right. Let's go shopping. And then we rest. Please. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Okay. We see the party kind of head into the, uh, back down those stairs and towards the the bazaar with all of the uh, different stalls of all sorts of things for sale and that's where we're going to go to a break we'll be back in a few minutes to see uh what happens just before you head into the mines and presumably what happens when you do head into the mines thanks for watching everybody we'll be back in five minutes or so after these short messages Welcome back. So, you guys start moving around town. Uh, you'll have at least an hour to do this. So if you want to do any, uh, use any hit die to recover some uh, HP and uh, things like that, you can. Anyone that gets things back on short rest, all of your short rest abilities will come back. As you spend about an hour here, wandering around looking for um, a few specific items. Um, chalk is one copper piece uh piece you can buy as much of that as you want um just let me know and mark off the amount of copper that buy it five pieces costs. and a pickaxe i wonder if a pickaxe is a weapon um Oh, a miner's pick is two gold pieces. I'll get two of those. Okay. And then you wanted either an anti-poison potion uh, or they probably would sell a, a, a ring of resistance in the town. Mm. So we'll see Ooh, how. If, there's a, if there's an actual ring of poison resist, I would love to grab that if it's not outrageously expensive. It, it probably is quite expensive. I'm going to see what it's listed as um, on my go-to thing here. So potions of anti... Uh, what would it be? A potion of poison resistance. Potion of resistance. Potion of... That's vitality. Invisibility. Those are worth 25,000 gold pieces according to this, so that doesn't bode well for you, doesn't it? Uh, <laughs> I know that the economy in your campaigns are very different than those. I don't know very are, yeah. Does, it, does anyone... I just this use this setting? to give me an idea. Um, I don't think there's anyone in the whole of the campaign setting has 25,000 gold. No. 
Like the king probably doesn't even have 25,000 gold. Um, okay. So that's that. And then a ring would be... Where are you? Let's have a look at what a potion of poison resistance requires. I was trying to look this up on the break there, but... Um, But, uh, oh, okay, so it's just a massive difference in price. Uh, <laughs> a ring of resistance. Let's say they are available in town. Um, is. Let me see how much it is in this thing. Are they going to be priced so highly that no one <laughs> can ever possibly buy them? Yeah, it seems ridiculous to me. You could borrow it. Well, this is could. why adventuring parties steal everything. Oh, that will be <laughs> 600 gold, even though all the gold you've made in the entire I think, campaign honestly, is... the reason things are priced this way in D&D usually is because it's better to find this stuff. You, you know, if you just buy everything at the beginning, it's what's the point? Because D&D originally is like, the king wants you to go into the dungeon and kill the goblin. And then you find, mm -hmm. you know, a ring of potion resistance. Yay. But it is annoying when you like... I like I'm perfectly okay with your buying these things. Um so I'm gonna base it off of these other items instead. So let's say uh a potion of poison resistance is fifty gold pieces and a ring of poison resistance is two hundred gold pieces Oof. in this town. I would also like to buy some sweet tea. Oh, good show. Nice thinking. And sweet Excellent tea thinking. is... Only for me, not for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in this town... I would like to buy some for the whole party, though. I'm going to share some tea. Knock off a gold <laughs> for some uh, some sweet tea. You'll probably already have all the abilities, to, all, the, all the things that you yeah. can boil water in and all that kind of stuff. Can we share some sweet tea under the corpse of the growl? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So uh, let me write this down for myself as well. Um, so a potion, potions of resistance are 50 gold pieces and rings of resistance are 250 gold pieces. And that is Dandelo pricing, which is pretty, uh, probably a little, um, uh, a little cheaper than you might find in some other places. The best deal is probably in Kira, where you just left. Mm. But I would say that's probably not too bad. Um, and that's based on some of the other potions and rings that are available already. So, um, yeah, you wander around, you find these things. There's a couple of people. Um, let's have... Uh, um, who's got all the money? Fix. Mm. Roll me a perception check with advantage. Oh, come on, please. Oh, look at me. I said, please. All right. Thank you. So, do you want to... So, you purchase, um, like, a few sticks of chalk. You you purchase two miner's picks. And you purchase some sweet teas. Did you want to take any potions of resistance or rings of resistance? Um, are the rings um 
Merlin is fully resistant to poison, remember? He's immune. Mm hmm. Are they like locked away in a lockbox behind a thing in a. Oh no. <laughs> in this Remember town? Remember what happened last time you tried to rob a merchant's yes, fire? I had to put I your do. finger back on. In I this remember. town, you can see that there are like all of these uh, rings on display. Um, give me an investigation check, fire. 18. 18. Yeah, these are all fake. Um, the real oh. thing is probably locked in a safe somewhere nearby with this yeah. stall that's selling all of these rings and these ones are display rings that are just like you walk up and he's like yeah rings of potion we got rings mm -hmm. of there we got rings of resistance oh i don't like lightning well lightning no more lightning go away don't like fire well don't worry about it no more fire what's the matter don't listen to him so yeah he's probably you can tell that these are all display rings Mm-hmm. I mentioned okay. nothing to no one and I just nod and smile. Okay. okay. Uh, I know that like potions of healing, the uh the price was scaled way the heck down. Maybe we buy some of those while we're here and then uh oceans of resistance are dramatically more expensive, so I'm not sure do we want to invest in one? Question mark? How much, How much money do we have? Again, the... Uh, uh, we I'll have, have 268 gold right now. Yeah, it's okay. like... We, I, mm. Can we haggle a lot? The 200 gold for the... Uh, yeah, that's too much. The ring is not a bad... <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm thinking of how we got a, obliterated and nearly killed by the mushrooms. We basically got one-shotted by... Arias's poison cloud. Mm. Like, there's been a lot of really hard hitting poison. Yeah, but then there's only one person it helps, which is. That's true. Hmm. Maybe me... uh, put it on your wish list and we can always well, come back if we get more gold. We can buy Will true. a ring and we yeah. just stay back the whole time, but it means that Will's out there without backup because we can't afford to get close. Assuming. It's awesome. It's also a fair point that that's spending most of our collective resources on me in particular, which I don't know if that's really worth it or not. I do think it would be handy to have one. I don't know that it would justify spending all of our supplies on it. Mm. What does the what do we know a potion of resistance does? Is it just remove the poison condition? It or, gives oh, yeah. you uh, resistance to poison resistant. damage for one hour. Now. Sorry, I was like resistance, and then my brain went. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, um, ooh, an hour. If we're if we're getting, I I, I wouldn't want to buy one of these potions. If we're gonna spend money, we go, we splurge, and we get the ring for a permanent. Because yeah. if we're spending fifty gold, just yeah. get a one hour buff for one party member. That's a horrible investment compared to getting a what is effectively a lifelong buff yeah. for somebody. Is the ring? Do you need to attune, or can anyone wear it and swap it? Uh, anyone can wear it and swap it. I think we should buy the ring then. I agree. I don't I like so. walking around with this amount of gold in my pocket anyway. Hmm. You can give it to me if you... If you want to stand up front and take the beating, then by all means put the ring on. I meant the gold. Um... Also... Oh. I... Is there a... Like... A knick-knack shop? I want to find someone who can tell me more about this onyx dog that i have 
Ooh. Give me another investigation check. Maybe it's worth a lot of money. Eleven. Eleven. Probably about 50% of the people here look like the type of person that you could wander over and go, does this mean anything to you? And they would probably have an idea. Um, when it comes to specificity, it's very hard to tell because it just looks like the type of thing that you'd put on a mantelpiece at home, which is a lot yeah. of the things like carved ornaments and things do a lot of trade. Um, so it's kind of hard for you to tell fully, but there seems to be quite a few people here that you feel like you could come up to and um, maybe along the way you see someone who's specifically got a bunch of carved animals that might mm. be one to speak to. An old man. Yes. I would do that. Alright. Well, first of all, you're at the ring yeah. vendor. After this. And he's standing there saying, Oh, tourmaline! Uh, amethyst! That's a poison! Does anyone want to try and haggle for this? I'm not really very good at the whole talking thing. Mm. I'll do you a part trade. How about that? Uh, I can... Uh, I'll see what I can do. Um, that gauntlet. I'll have it. No, you won't. I'll take 100 gold pieces off the ring. This is worth easily four times the ring. All right, I'll do you a straight trade. Still no. <laughs> no. Two uh, rings. I'm you're not having the gauntlet. End of discussion. Well, now I really want the gauntlet, don't I? Yeah, give yeah. it up. All right. It's immediately because you're terrifying. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking to see if there's anything we could offer him in a trade, but... I have three gold rings now. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, you could sell it because they're worth... Yeah. Actually, yeah, and sell the... them all. Oh, yeah, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could, do we you want to sell totally them here? No? It might I'll be pretty cool selling them here. <laughs> And I'll, I'll pull, really? I'll pull it out and just, and just look at it and go. I wasn't really looking to part with this so soon. Pretty important. And I'll you look sure, at Fire? Give me a deception check. I'm kind of like looking at Fire, like concerned, like really. Ooh. <laughs> he says, "What is it? Wedding ring? Jilted? Jilted oh. at the altar?" Mm -hmm. Oh, let me tell you, I'll take your woes away. Give it over here, I'll see how much it's worth. You'll see how much it's worth. Yeah, you don't know how much it's worth. You don't sell rings. What do you do? For work. I sell rings. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls out one of those things that jewelers have mm -hmm. that's like a magnifying glass for one eye that I don't know what it's called. Yeah. Did we detect magic on it? Or any of the rings? Okay. I'll just say, I'll let you look at it. Yeah, let's have a look. Ah, don't get your dirty finger smudges all over it. Oh, come here, look at that. Clean his hands in all of that in the log. Mm -hmm. I hesitantly hand it over. He takes the, uh, the ring, looks at it under the thing and says, Yeah, it's not pure gold. Probably worth a bet. I'll give you 10 gold pieces for it. 10? You know for a fact that it is pure gold and that it's yeah. worth 25 gold pieces. Oh. Ah. Uh. Hmm. Not oh, a man. chance. You should just take it back to Kiara and sell it to the other guy. I didn't want to sell it at all. 
I know it's worth far more than that. Oh, I am worth far more than that. Five more gold at max. Fifteen gold mm. pieces for the old knackered ring. Absolutely not. Hmm. What about this one? And I'll pull out another one. That's an identical ring. It's not. <laughs> I'll give you 25 gold pieces for the pair. No. Hmm. You're going to lose out on this ring because of you your know. Greed. You know as well as we do, you could easily resell these for 30 and up. Yeah, I'll do more than that. I can enchant them. Oh, well, then it's worth even more to you then. I'll pull out the third how, one and go. How about this three one's already enchanted? Rings. No, oh, shut oh, up. Oh. <laughs> three perfectly identical part gold rings. I'll give you 50 gold pieces for the three of them. Each. 50 gold pieces each. You ain't no ring seller. Yeah, I'm definitely what if, what if we did 25 each? This guy. What if we did 25 each? And you toss in that ring of poison resistance. 25 gold pieces and a ring of poison resistance. For three old knackered rings from a jilted wife. I don't think so. No. <sighs> I didn't want to have to give this up, but I, I know you, well, just based on, um, well, observing, it would appear that, that you uh, have an interest with uh, trinkets. I, I myself uh, possess something quite special, and Merlin would then put uh, his magic mirror on the, on the countertop. Oh, magic mirror! Where'd you find that? I ain't gonna tell you. Hmm. What does it do? Well, you're just gonna have to take a peek yourself oh you're it having a giraffe you're having a bubble no. bath mate i ain't looking in that it'll probably trap me so i'll lob me cock mm -hmm. off well no well, i do probably probably you look in it Mer first and then i'll look in it fine merlin then takes it and uh uh looks at himself one last time you look stunning oh, i'm so good looking he just puts it back down and passes it uh, Let's have a look, back then. to the... He holds the mirror up to his face. Oh, my word! Oh, I've never looked so good! Right, I know what it does now. My God, I can sell that. The nobles will fucking love it. All right. Tell you what I'll do for you. Two rings, but a mirror, and your three gold rings. How many of those rings do you have? Which ones? The ones that you're going to... The ones that we're asking you for. What ones do you want? The poison. Amethyst! Poison resist. The poison resist would be one of them. Have you got others? You said two. He points at all of these different ones and says, Pearl, tourmaline, garnet, sapphire, citrine, jet, amethyst, jade, topaz, spin, spinal, 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 agate, agla, agla. Agate. Agate. All them. All sorts of resist. Uh, Acid, cold, fire, force, lightning, necrotic, poison, psychic, radiant, thunder. What is radiant damage anyway? Do you want me to show you? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's not well, a bad offer. One of you can get a ring as well. Yeah. I've got plenty of each. I take out... I have a small ruby. And I take that out and put it in front of him as well. What's that? 
A ruby. Hmm. Surely you of all people would know what that is. He takes it, holds it up, looks at it through the weird little thing. Yeah, it is a ruby and all. Can't do much with it, but I sell it on. How much you give me for it? Free copper. Free copper. Give it back. Alright. <laughs> You're really bad at swindling. Right, well, I, I mean, the mirror. Yeah, yeah, no, there's no need for anyone to get swindled. How much is that mirror worth? Depends who you sell it to. I'll tell you what, I can sell that on. Oh, I can sell that on here. Everyone here is ugly. Absolutely butters. With a mirror like okay, that. Well, don't tell them that. Otherwise, they ain't buying nothing from you. Yeah, they know. They know deep down. If they see a mirror like that. Oh, they'll snap it up. They will. So you said you're going to sell it on to a noble? I'll sell it on to a noble. Oh, I'll sell it on to a noble. I will. So why don't we take it and go sell it to a noble and come back with the Off gold? Off you go. Which will surely go be enough. See how far because you can make it into the noble district before they turn you away. Fire. You've already been. Fire. Just take the trade. Take a ring and take the trade. Can we check? And I, I'll turn to the group. Can we check these rings first? Gold rings. Merlin? Fire just grits her teeth and then goes, fine. And I just Merlin walk will out. Detect magic. <laughs> On the uh, three gold rings? Yes, please. Yeah, no magic to them at all. Okay, good. There is, however, a lockbox underneath this guy's stall that is just all sorts, of, uh, radiating oh, no. all sorts of magic to you. Um, that would be, um, uh, my god, what is the shielding magic in... Abjuration. Abjuration magic. So his rings that he's selling do seem to be legit at least. Not the ones in front of you, the ones that he's got locked away. Certainly seem yeah, like I they probably figured, are rings of resistance I, for real. I kind of figured since you already told us exactly what kind of potions and other stuff we picked up that if the rings had any magic on them you would have said so. Yeah, Merlin would have relayed that medicine. Um, well, that's everyone else. Okay. He's got something back there that's just oozing with magic. Did that be the rings we're trying to buy? Yeah, no, I, I, we need them. Okay, well, I think he's, I, if you're willing to part with your mirror, I have no idea what it's worth, but if we trade those three rings and the mirror for two of his, I think it's a fair trade. We should just take it. I'm not going to lie, that mirror is probably quite valuable, but it had more of a significant value to me. Well, okay. I'm not going to push you to part with your own belongings, but if it's something you're willing to trade away, then by all means, those rings can oh, very much help us. If it will help us, yes, if it will help us, then I, I can part with it. I know I'm I'm beautiful deep down, even though all I'm right. decaying. Well, let's, let's take it then. Mira. Yeah, okay. we'll just we'll just close the close the deal. Take the trade. Mira, the free rings, the ruby. The ruby wasn't part of the deal. All right. Mira and the three rings for two rings of resistance. Deal. Which okay. one? Uh, I'll take the poison one, and then honestly, I don't know which of you which of you would be best served with what. Most of you already have some sort of uh, ancestral advantage, so maybe pick something that would be more useful. 
There's only one ring, so who gets it? Probably should be fire, but she stormed off. Mm. Well, I can I hold get... on to it for fire. Right, but we need to decide what it does first. I oh, think right. poison again is not poison. a bad idea. We know that that's something we're going to probably end up contending with shortly. Yeah. Are you guys done yet? Mm, yes. Almost. <laughs> Do you have the rings? Like, well, can I How just many? like hand her one of the poison rings as she comes walking back? How many rings are we giving him and the mirror and three Two. of your precious jilted rings? I was left at the altar three times, and all yeah. I get out of it. You gotta let it go, Fire, you know. <laughs> Can I just push the past, stuff the towards the guy? Alright, there we go! Everyone yeah. turn around. Don't don't look at what I'm doing. Don't look at what I'm... He opened something I'm under the watching thing. Yeah, very give me an investigation check. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I'm so <laughs> mad. Yeah, he's got a safe, but he's not bothered at the moment with what the code might be. Um, probably would have been really, really fucking hard mm -hmm. to do as well. But he uh, comes back out and produces two rings. Um, uh, not too dissimilar, golden um, uh, in terms of the band um, that wraps around uh, to a what seems kind of like... Um, uh, almost like a crisscross of... Um, a crosshatch of... Uh, gold that sits underneath uh, an amethyst, a purple looking gem. Um, he puts them down in, in front of him and pushes them over. There we go. Who's got them? You and you. They should fit. I will take one and motion the other to fire. What? Me? Well, you or Fix, whomever. If you're usually sitting further back with your bow, maybe give it to Fix instead. Yeah. I, I have think this. going to be closer I have this to ring. I don't, you don't want to put too many rings. It's tacky. All right. Give it to Fix. I'm not going to move fix. on. Okay. Okay. Rings of poison resistance. Two of. You give the two rings and the mirror to the man. And as you walk away, you see him looking in the mirror to himself going, Oh, he's a beautiful boy. I knew I had it deep down. Oh, I'm stunning. I'm delicious and you head away and as you guys start moving around the town you pick up the two mining picks um the extra bits did you want to buy potions uh, normal potions of healing um as well while you were here I, we should 100 percent just buy all that they have in stock all right roll me a d20 but they're heavy <laughs> I will happily carry the extra. <laughs> you guys have got like, Will is just always from now on in all fan art plays carrying a Santa's sack full of <laughs> stuff the, the, over one shoulder and then the bag of kinks over the other. Yeah. <laughs> oh, one of these. A, a leather, a black leather Santa hat on. Yeah. Around town, <laughs> across many different stalls, you're able to pick up 12 potions of healing if you want. So mark off 12 gold. Alrighty. 100%. Take it. And take those extra 12. Um, okay. At one point, um, you walk past a stall that sells all sorts of uh, knickknacks, but for the most part, he seems to sell lots of little carved wooden animals. Um, and fire maybe slows down as the three of you take a few more steps forward. And the old man looks up to you, fire, and says, Oh, hello. Hello, guys. Just give me a minute. Uh, 
Uh, do you only make these out of wood or do you use other materials? Oh, it's much easier to make them out of wood at my age. Hmm. Not something like this? And I'll pull out the dog. Hmm. What's that made of then? Painted or? No, it's onyx. Oh, onyx. Do you mind if I take a look? I'll hand it to him. He uh, takes a takes the uh, onyx dog from you and looks it up and down and says, "Do you mind if I cast a quick spell?" Hmm. Sure. Sure. Do you want this uh, the innate power inside this to be unlocked or not? innate power inside it? Yeah, yes. Uh, and you're referring to... This statue that you've handed me of this dog, of course. Uh-huh, but... What on earth would I be referring to if not the statue? No, I meant, um, you've you know... Me, uh, is it? Which innate power? Uh... The innate power of the dog in the statue handed me here, I can, uh... I can unlock it if you'd like, but I'm not quite sure the effect. Oh, you don't know the effect? Well, I have a good feeling that it's going to turn into a dog. Oh. Uh, will it be that small? What? Like a, a tiny little baby dog? Probably not. Hmm... How much do you think this would sell for? If you had made it, how much would you sell it for? Oh, yeah, you'd probably sell it to uh, uh, to anyone for a good, good, good bag of silver, I'd say. A magical dog. Uh, unlike, uh, one of two things could happen, really. One, it's trap. Uh, some sort of trap that you set. Uh, and you say the magic word. It activates it and... I would imagine create some sort of a guarding dog, bite intruders, and vanish. Uh, alternatively, it might summon a dog up for you. Usually, I mean, either either way, you'll be able to sell it for quite a good good portion of gold. Yes, uh. hundreds, hundreds of gold. So if you activate its innate power, uh, would it be worth more, less, or the same? Well, I suppose that depends whether 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 the creature comes out and and, and attunes itself to you or me. Oh, or someone <gasps> else. Uh, or, Wait, can I hold it? Yes. Can I hold it while you do this? Oh, absolutely. I, I wouldn't I want to be the one that does it. No, I want to, I want it to like, you know how like a baby duck will imprint on someone and follow them around? Yes, exactly. That's like what that. I, mm. yeah. Yeah, then it would be worth a lot less, however. Should it imprint on you, then uh, it only really works for you, so it's just a nice onyx dog otherwise. Mm-mm. I'll take the dog. Give me that. 
let's try. Oh, hold it. Hold it in your hands there. Okay. All right. I'll, um, I'll just see if I can... Don't mind, I'll be casting a spell. Uh, okay. Okay. Let's see. Uh, Sasuth. The, um... Statue feels very, very warm in your hands for a moment. There is a... Mm -hmm. uh, uh, moment or two that it gets almost so hot that it that it gets kind of borderline uh, cl close to where it might feel like it would burn your hands and then it turns very cold very quickly which also feels for a moment like it's hot before the cooling <sighs> slows down um, but you become very aware that should you wish to you can summon from this thing a dog for up to six hours um, that will have uh dark vision and can see invisible creatures and objects within a range of 60 feet um and once it has been used it can't be used again until seven days have passed i have a little baby friend oh my gosh i want to oh do it right God. now but i, I, <laughs> I got a, a puppy once, a once a week doggo yes um <laughs> oh boy um Okay. Is Fire trying to play this cool or is she just melting? <laughs> Fire, I, I'm freaking out. Fire is like, that could be useful. Um. Well, <laughs> well do, do you know what happened? Uh, uh I can make uh, a dog come out. Oh, yes, as I suspected, since one didn't appear suddenly. I'm assuming you have control over that now. Uh-huh. Hmm. Does it have a name? Do you... Or does it already oh, have a name? I have no idea. Uh, how much, uh... Guys, can we... Can I have some gold? Add that. How much? Before? Uh... Sir, I don't know how much you charge. That. Go on. Uh, activating the innate magic of a trinket. Oh, nothing. No, I don't like that. Uh, give, me give me ten. Give me ten. Can I have ten gold? I hand her ten gold. Uh, here you go. Thank you so very much. Your mm -hmm. patronage. Do all of these do that? What? Do all of the ones that you carve have? Oh no. no! No 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 no! No, no, I can't do so anything like that. So this is like pretty, pretty rare. Few right? tricks. Yes, this is a very rare thing. Yes, though I have seen it several times over my life. Well, it's not that rare then. Not this one. Okay. I'm seventy years old. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Thank you so much. Hmm. Yeah, good luck. Mm-hmm. I'll just put the dog back in my little, my little poucho and I don't know if everyone heard what just happened or not. <laughs> oh, I'm, at this point, I'm hovering over your shoulder because mm -hmm. I, I would have been walking and then you stopped and I would turn yeah. and wait and you're still talking and yeah. eventually just move back and just kind of stand there listening. I would have been just watching around. Same. Got a new friend. Well, 
I hope it's a friend. I think it can like imprint on me, bond, it'll bond with me. Wait, you have a Vita of your own? Yeah, but it's a dog. <gasps> what if it's tiny? <gasps> what if it I don't know what it I don't know what it looks like, but I can only do it once every seven days. Now we just need Merlin to make friends with a forest critter and we can have twice the size of an adventuring mm -hmm. party. I don't know if I can make friends like I used to, Will, now that I'm pretty much the walking dead. I, I you know, they will probably just smell me and, you know. Die. You might have to run. use a spell to conjure something up then. Looks oh. like there's two more members Almost. of our group since we started, but only three mouths to feed. Weird how that's worked out. Let's just be mm. thankful for it that they're not hungry. Oh, before I forget, fire. This, uh, it's yours, and I'm gonna hand fire's rapier back. It was fun while oh. it lasted. Okay. You, uh, you seem pretty good at it. If you wanted to keep it, I don't mind. You know what? I think I will. Yeah, you might as well just if, have if the you, option. If you've if you've no more use for it. Yeah, no. I'm willing to let you have it. <laughs> just gonna trade an odd glance, like does that make this a gift or I'm i I'll just wait until you put it away and then I'm gonna go. I didn't want to carry it. <laughs> Thanks. I will treasure it always. Let's mm -hmm. go. Yay. Yay. Um, yeah, I guess we finally go to the mine. Hey. Yeah, it is uh, pretty light, but it's all good because um, it's not called the dark realm for nothing. And uh, you guys head through these streets. I think for the first time, it's begun to quieten down a decent amount here in Dandelo as you start to move around. Um, Heading back the way you came towards the um, the uh, area in the top area of the town where there's the bridge. Following past that governmental kind of quarter and heading towards um, a very large bridge that heads over a, um, a gorge that's um, set down underneath um, Dandelo. Looking down as you guys follow the bridge over, you can see that there are a couple of um, smaller natural looking holes that are on the mesas and the mountains outside of town, but it doesn't look too dissimilar to the entrances to the mines that are up ahead. As you get over to the other side of the bridge, there are a few people over here. The area around the mine seems to have been um, built up with some small houses. There are several tents as well here. Um, and you also see a few different entrance ways to the mines, but there is one central entrance that's kind of dead center of the mesa ahead of you that looks like your best bet and looks like the main entrance that they probably used um long ago you can see it's been boarded over but kind of poorly it's all fallen into ruin the several entrances into the mines are pretty obvious and open um and uh you can basically strut all the way up to the old entrance of the mines and once you do so you can look into a straight shot cavern that heads down about um maybe about 40 feet before you can already see where a cave-in has happened the rocks and rubble further into this dark looking mine um 
blocking an area at the end of it. However, there's a pretty obvious little hole that you can squeeze through, about the size of Merlin, the type of thing you imagine that the children maybe creep into to get into that opening part of the cavern. Um, but looking into the cavern, you uh, stand before it. Hello? Your voice echoes back at you, this quiet cavern in front of you. Uh, looms. Just one thing before we go inside. Uh, is I'd like to look around and see if there's a... Like a foreman's hut or a storage supply. Any place where workers might have kept their stuff. Like spare pickaxes and whatnot. Yeah, give me a perception um, check or an investigation check. The general area as you approached this thing. I see nothing. Four. <laughs> I think it's uh, it's also partially just that it really doesn't seem like this is an active mine. Once you get up to this area, um, you move past a few tents and houses and things, and it really just seems like they've built up around it. People have forgotten that this is even here. I think it doesn't seem like the type of thing that um, people are too bothered about. Um, the boards and stuff have come down, but even once you look in, you see that there's a natural... Um, blockage in this cavern so I doubt they're worried too much about things coming crawling out of it that are too big um, considering it already has that kind of natural cave in um, it does it really does seems like a discarded area of town doesn't seem right. like anyone's been near it it doesn't look like there's any foreman's thing you can see the um, the wooden uh, structure of the inside of this cavern and you can also make out the front of this cave and um, the main reason you get the idea that the first 40 feet or so of this isn't caved in is because it's been reinforced so well but looks old um very very old and uh no one around here and no buildings look like they belong to this anymore at all okay um the one thing i was going to ask or look for would be I don't know if they have dynamite, gunpowder, blasting charges, or if not, none of that technology, not like really a nice. magic equivalent. The spell Shatter. <laughs> gotcha. Is probably your best bet. Um, but, uh... No, not really. You're, generally speaking, the Dark Realm is not very advanced whatsoever. Um, picking, digging... Uh, tunnels and then reinforcing them with basic wooden structure really is the forefront there are um most likely in here some um mine carts and things to shift things back and forth on like basic steel or iron rails but it would all be very very basic stuff time for merlin to learn shatter <laughs> all right i guess um you said the main entrance is like only big enough for a child the main entrance is is pretty huge um but the uh you can see at the far end of this this um hallway thanks to the all of you having the dark vision that the natural cave-in has uh created a bunch of rubble that you probably would have to crawl through it would be easy for merlin to crawl through the rest of you it would be up to you whether you want to um attempt to crawl through it or maybe um maybe move some of the um the bits and pieces around i guess uh 
Give me, everyone give me investigation checks. Are we going in? Are you all the way in? Have you walked in or are you still at the entrance? I think um, I would have walked in. Yeah, Fine, I think we start heading in. in. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll take you all the way up to the, uh, all the way up to the mine entrance itself then. Um... I'd be doing the usual thing where Vita goes through any cracks and gets ahead a bit. Yeah. Give me a perception for him, but uh, he doesn't really have the brains for an investigation mm. check. Bless his little heart. Uh, investigation 9, 17, 10, 6. Um, Merlin, you're probably the only person that, as you walk up to this, um, there's this blockage. Uh, Fallen rocks and debris that fills up a good section of the entrance here that you get the feeling that the uh, the locals probably left it because it would work as a natural blockage for any creatures to come into town without anyone having to build a wall or uh, place a guard here. Um, when you look at some of these rocks and and take a moment to just listen, possibly... Um, working out the kind of lack of reinforcement the further into this mine you get the broken bits of wood that sit above where this, this cave-in had happened um, you get the sense that this mine is very unstable things like the spell shatter in here could be devastating uh, you might bring the whole thing down on top of your heads the wood here is old um broken in several places and these cave-ins are probably happening still as these bits of wood and the reinforcements over so many years break away um you could create a path here um for some of the larger rocks without destabilizing the entire thing um and certainly you've witnessed will's strength but um just kind of haphazardly going at it and just mashing at some of these rocks breaking them and definitely if you use something huge and explosive like a spell to try and clear them you're probably just going to bring half the mine down on top of your heads um care slow and careful through this mine is probably your better bet rather than actively trying to bash your way through a lot of this thing this whole mine feels very hollow seems very um very unstable to you and some of this debris that's fallen in might actually be acting to hold some of the mountain up above you and some of the some of the mines um and no doubt that continues throughout the mine but here in front of you the rest of you um you can see that you can you can probably all will would probably have to take off some of his stuff not your whole armor but like your shield and things and poke them through some of the gaps in the rocks here um but you might just about be able to maneuver through them but you'd have to be very careful not to push some of the um rocks out of the way or maybe wobble some of the bits again um merlin you can kind of calculate which rocks in front of you will might be able to lift and move carefully out of the way um to create a larger gap for everybody to safely move through kind of comes down to whether to get through this blockage of fallen rocks, you want to do acrobatics checks or athletics checks. Um, I think 
I'll just start by taking out one of those pickaxes and not just like randomly picking at it uh, because I don't want to trigger a cave-in, but if there's like one or two rocks that are kind of blocking us and do not appear to be like... Like basically I want to make sure it's not a, lo a load-bearing rock, right? But like if there's any that look like they could be removed, then I'll just use the pickaxe and pry it out of the way if needed. I, I would think Merlin would relay all this from what he's uh, gathered from the uh, the blockage and would also relay like which... Um, rocks that Will would, would move about and, and pick at. I, I think our best way is to make an entrance of our own with, with the one that is already here. This this whole thing could pretty much topple down everything above us. I, I think this is even holding up. Um, well, this is, this is not safe. We have to tread very carefully and slowly, everyone. Okay. Okay. I'm just thinking about... Do we know when your vision friend visited here? Whether not or not clue. Haven was related to him. Let's assume hey. Elderin was in Jairus a thousand years ago. It's very possible. It, it could very well be that the cave-in was related to whatever he found down here, but he did say the mine was collapsed for some 500 years. Yeah. If Eldarin we know to be about a thousand years ago. Hmm. Would be a good time if to, there was some. you know, have one of your visions right now. I wish that they were available on command. Have you tried? Yeah, have you tried that? You actually sort of have, but it messed you up. It was when you were in Jairus and you were able to access, uh, somewhat access the consciousness of the mist, but it was extremely no, no. difficult. Yeah, no, I, re I remember that we can do that. I just, uh, when you said visions, I thought you meant, um, like when I had the vision of Eldarin or the vision of, uh, the other guy back in Cole. Yeah. Like, talking to the mist, we can do at a distance. We've done that. I, uh... I suppose, before I go down here, I could... try to get a glimpse of what happened if... those memories are locked in the mist somewhere. And only if it doesn't cost you. Yeah, that's up to you. I'm not gonna tell you what to do there either way. But it might help. I... Yeah, well, it, uh, it always costs something, doesn't it? Just right. like every time we commune with the mist, it takes a little piece of us. Sit down first, this time. Probably a worthwhile price to pay. I remember that when we did it last time I was in the mist, I didn't even have to, uh, I did it without even falling over. I stayed on my feet, I think. Fix's comment about sitting down just reminded me. But I will nonetheless sit down just in case. Cool. Okay. Last time I did this, I was in and out so quickly that I stayed on my feet. Maybe it's becoming more natural, although I'm not sure if that's a good thing or not. Hmm. Alright. Here we go.
What are you uh, thinking of? What is your plan and how do you approach this? I am first. Well, the last time I tried to reach out, not to the mist, but to the... I forget who it was. The one that like knocked me out flat. I can't remember, but that was like trying to do something else. I'm going to go back to what I know works and I'm going to try reaching out uh, and mentally making contact with the mist first. And then kind of the same principle as like a satellite signal. You know, signal goes up to the satellite and then bounces back down. I want to try and reach out to the mist first and then from there find this ancestor of mine or find the memories of what happened down here. What triggered the cave in, if it was related and why he was down here. Okay. Give me a wisdom saving throw. The fun part. Oh, yes. This is the piece of me I was referring to, but I got a 17. For everyone else, Will, you see his eyes roll up into his head very quickly. Almost immediately after he attempts this, he, you see his eyes roll up into his head and then his body um, uh, straightens up for a moment. And for you, Will, you experience another memory from this place. You... Hmm. Roll me a d10. I got a three out of ten. A three. Okay. You remember yourself as being a boy raised by wolves, but a religious man who believed yourself to be an, a warrior incarnate of the goddess Aersa, who is the, the voice. The people of Dandalo respond to this religion in particular. Um, this is a goddess of light who from your perspective is said to one day burn the mist and save those who remain in the realm after a, a time of penance this version of you from several hundred years ago you recall being led to coal you see a version of coal that looks Honestly, not too dissimilar to how it looks now. There is a memory that comes to you of going to Eldarin's tomb, a very similar move through the mist of coming to that stone with the bloody handprint on it, just one, of putting your own hand on there, leaving a bloodied handprint on it and turning around and behind you there is a huge woman, a member of the core tribe that you remember to be Core Sheldy this your only friend in this entire world the only person who has followed you and has protected you and has saved you you remember losing your friend in the mist you remember feeling this pain you feel it as if it is brand new the absolute devastation and sadness of attempting to escape with Kor Sheldy fending off these horrific creatures when you escaped, 
your friend dies of these wounds and you begged and begged and begged the goddess Ayursa to bring her back and she did and she came back in this strange form her eyes had changed her skin was white her wounds no longer bloodied but still raw and together you're able to travel following an understanding that there is something known as the source south of Kull all the way down in the wastelands of Kuz. When you come to Dandelo, you come to this place where you had heard of a mining accident that had happened here. There is a memory of you and Kor Sheldy sitting in this tavern and people screaming and concerned and rushing out. When you follow them to these mines, you can see that people had been trapped in there. People coming out, rushing out of these mines. And you see the mine entrance as you had just seen it as well, but fresh and new. Um, the foreman's office you were looking for, just to the right. Mining equipment, fresh um, carts and uh, picks. But these miners had been trapped that are left inside. The few that had come out screaming and concerned the villagers standing around with you um everybody praying and and worrying you and Korsheldi rushing into the mine essentially attempting to save these miners of which the two of you are able to do mustering up a an insane level of strength that you remember not too dissimilar to what you have as well but almost more you're more in tune with something Using this abilities and your abilities, you're able to free all of these miners. When you rush out of this place, you stand before the villagers and there is a memory as you turn back to the mine and something whispers to you from within. When it does so, you turn, walk back into the mine and it collapses. At this point, you may ask any questions while you're in this state. Did I find what I was looking for? Roll me a d10. Twenty. A D10. There's no wisdom save. Oh, this. sorry. A D10. Uh, there we go. Uh, six out of ten. A six. You... I was waiting for the wisdom save. <laughs> you did not find what you were looking for. You ran into this mine. You understand now that this mine wanted you dead. Not the mine. The mist. The mist was tricking you. Um, It couldn't let you live. It knew that you... Far more likely than Eldarin would absolutely seek to destroy it and probably be successful. It reached out to you. It tricked you into believing there was somebody else in this mine. It pulled you into the mine and then the mine fell down on top of you. Poor Sheldy left behind stood outside of the mine for days, simply just standing there before falling dead into a state of decay that seemed as if she had been dead for weeks. You never made it. Is there actually anything down here? 
Or is this another trap? Roll me another d10. In uh, here, four. you will be able to find the body of your previous incarnation. You will be able to find um, his things, his name, and... And where to go next. tower out in the sea to the east. What is it? That is a big question. Roll me another d10. A six of ten. The tower, as you understand it, um, being pulled from another set of memories, being given to you as uh, answers from the consciousness of the mist is a home to the portal to the void which is a one-way hole that leads directly into the plane between all worlds the void an enormous gathering of wizards over a millennia used the source in coups to determine a way to harness the power of the void eventually creating a portal that led into it. There were experiments and excursions led into the void from the tower, but before the realm could truly discover anything substantial, there was a terrible accident that occurred. There was a visit from the queen and her son that led to this child creating a subconscious link with the void, or perhaps a powerful entity within the void. Not long after that, at the end of a long and ceaseless war, the child called out and the void answered. Oh. I think I have more questions about all that, but since we're here in Dandelo, I'm going to focus my questions back to back to the here and now. Um and ask again, I'm trying to ask the fallen previous incarnation of myself, what were you looking for here in the first place? The mist lured you into a trap, but you came here on your own. What was here? Uh, roll me another d10. A two. There was nothing in Dandelo. Dandelo was just a waypoint a, 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 a bed on the way to Kuz. Eldarin mentioned something known as the source in Kuz. It seemed like the next best place to go. Kuz. What, what is this source? Give me another d10. Seven. Source is a thin layer between the mortal plane and the void. Through it, in the past, there have been terrible creatures that have passed through. Um, they called them void walkers. 
and it's said that living there long enough can enhance your magical abilities, but most grow incredibly sick, they lose their hair, they go mad, and the source itself is really just a... It is just a thin point between here and the void. Going there and figuring out how to access the source um, was how you were able to figure out to take a boat out east and find the tower. Right. I think uh, I probably have more questions, but I'll I'll hold them until we find my uh, myself that is here. Can I remember my own name here, or is that still kind of masked? Can't remember it. I will. I'll try to fade back out and just leave. Pick up this conversation later. Yeah, you're in pretty deep. You're in one, two, three, four, five, or six questions deep. Give me a wisdom saving throw to try and get back to your body. Can't use the 20 I rolled earlier. <laughs> Feels bad. In 11. 11. You fail. You are unable to return to your body right now. You feel yourself as you turn around in an attempt to almost walk back the way you came. You look out on an endless sea. Your body, you don't remember where it is. Same sensation of the, where did I leave this thing? Or the, the, the name that you can't quite remember, but it's on the tip of your tongue, how to get back to your body. You don't remember. For now, you are lost inside the consciousness of the mist. And that is where we're going to end today's session. Thank you so much for watching Watches. And thank you so much for playing Players. I have so many questions. So did Will. I have so many questions. <laughs> it's exactly <laughs> the problem. <laughs> that was so good. Ah, that's so much. Um, okay. All those D10s are sanity damage. So please mm -hmm. mark them off your sheet. And, oh, uh, shit. Fuck. Yikes. Yeah. Beware that uh, when you drop below a certain point, Charlie, you can never come back. Um, right. Can I... I want to... Um, as before, use my uh, like the lay on hand sanity healing as a buffer against it. Can I do that? Nope. You got to take that sanity damage first. All at once. Oh yeah, you are <laughs> lost at the moment. Okay. So you take the sanity damage, which totals up quite a lot. 
What is it in total? Three. Uh, 25. 25. Oh, so you're down shit. to 75 sanity. And once you go below 80, you can't get back up above that. Right. Yay, we're both crazy friends. When you come back to your body, <laughs> unless oh, you make this worse for yourself, the uh, you'll, you'll feel jittery, but otherwise yourself. Um, but you will have to apply disadvantage to any roles that involve precision or care or that have a limited time to complete. So bear that in mind. Okay. And that's it for this time. Next week, we'll see how, if Will can swim back to his form. I got a puppy. What the other three are doing, whether they summon a puppy or uh Will's in mind hell and we're just like we got a puppy. We're, we're, we're training this little with puppy. A puppy Shit. And Shit, good boy. Will's on um. ayahuasca. Um <laughs> outside of a, a mine. Uh let's do a round of shout outs and then um we'll uh we'll return next time. Let's start with you, Bry, since you Oh, back. I got a puppy. You got a puppy, but I mean, I got a little puppy. Where you I are got a during puppy, the that's week? It. That's all I got a puppy. Um, you can find me and my puppy at Brutal Bree everywhere. I'm Brutal Bree everywhere. Um, I've been streaming Red Dead Redemption RP with some losers on Wild RP, so mega RP nerds, and it's been super fun, and I really like it, and um. Uh, I think I might be taking back the baby that is Miss Light After Dusk. Oh. The child has been passed. <laughs> yes. And I drop it, but it's fine. <laughs> I will drop the baby. If you hand me a baby, I'll drop it. <laughs> but that's it, and that's all. What time is that? Uh, 6 p.m. Eastern. 6 p.m. Eastern, tomorrow, Friday. Twitch.tv forward slash Brutal Brian. B-R-I-A-N. That's not it, but thanks. <laughs> Links everywhere. <laughs> uh, what about you, Disby? What are you doing in the week and where and things and stuff? Oh, hello. I'm Disby Arix. I played Merlin for you today. You can find me here at Twitch at Twitter. Same handle, Disby Arix. Um... Yeah, this was a this was a great episode, and the lore drop at the end. Oh my god! And hopefully, Will can swim his way out of um, um, yeah, madness. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Thanks for playing. What about you, Leah? I am ruining my life by playing Red Dead Redemption roleplay every Full night. Full stop. Just, <laughs> just I, I am ruining my life. That's the end of the it. The end. <laughs> the end. I'm in a wind tunnel. Um, <laughs> yes, I'm streaming twitch.tv slash Leah every day at really degenerate hours at the moment. So if you like watching Red Dead roleplay, then come on by, get immersed, addicted, whatever. Um, and yes, I've passed on after dusk to Bri because no one does it better than the OG. Um, okay, well, I'm just going to say I got a puppy for an hour, so. That's fine. That's good. That's what I we'll want. Pick the, we'll <laughs> pick a puppy's name tomorrow. That's all it will be. <laughs> yes, excellent. Um, yeah, so thanks. I've played fix for you today thank you for watching and enjoying this story and uh what about you fellow what are you doing and where and when 
Uh, right now, it's lots and lots of Age of Empires. You can find me over at twitch.tv slash Fairlight underscore Excalibur playing random stuff at any given time. Lately, lots of New World and Age of Empires and maybe jumping into Halo soon. Cause Halo, Halo, Halo. I've touched so it in a while. So good. Okay. Make sure you follow everybody and uh, tune in. And Brad. Everybody follow Brad. I don't stream. He streams all the time. He streams like every day. Oh, I, never I wouldn't. I, yeah, you did. I couldn't, go, go I couldn't do it. Do it. Um, yeah, please uh, follow everybody here. All the links and things are in the various descriptions. And uh, tune in to the other shows we have on Table Story. We've got more D&D tomorrow with Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. And uh, other things. And all the other times. Theory crafting in the Discord channel. And at twitch.tv forward slash brutalbry tomorrow night. That'll be the end of it. See you next week. Bye.